Hey guys, welcome to Trust in the Drive, episode number seven. I'm your host, Christopher Elderton, and on today's episode, I'm going to interview legendary principal educator Mike Hettenbach and his efforts to revitalize High Point Central High School and how well of a job he's done on his first year here. Mike, how you doing? Very good. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Good to see you all. Do people call you Mr. Principal, or what is the what is the correct terminology to, to like call uh, a principal? That's interesting. I've been called many things, sometimes <laughs> sometimes worse too. But uh, you yeah. know, Mr. H, you know, Mr. Principal, uh, cool. you know, there's a little joke going on. I've got one kid that calls me Mr. Hackenback. You know, I mean, it, it's I've been doing this so long. You nice. know, uh, it's really more about the respectful delivery. Cool, cool. Well. Um, well, I'm glad uh, I'm glad we're getting a chance to interview today, and also I wanted to give a big shout out to our, you know, sponsor that's going to be hosting this podcast with us, uh, the Bison Pride Group, which you're familiar with, which we're going to get into mm-hmm. closer to the end of the episode. Uh, but big shout out to Bison Pride; they're our um, advertising sponsor. And uh, really, we'll far- we'll start out with the first question: Is how long you've been in the edu- education business? So this is my 28th year. 20 so 28th year, uh, started as a physical education teacher, um, near and dear to me, you know, physical education gets a bad reputation, the old drop the bag and run kind of, you know, curriculum, but that was not me, you know, and I love to intertwine the uh, main curriculum. I always went after the students that just did enjoy physical activity uh, and see how I can get them into lifelong active individuals yeah. and community. Um Probably about eight years into, became an assistant principal, again, Guilford County, Weaver, on to Lincoln, helped reopen up Lincoln across from Dudley. Nice. Uh, Southwest recruited me um, for a freshman academy administrator, got my first principalship there for five years. Uh, superintendent requested me to be a principal supervisor last year. Loved it, but probably midway through, I, I knew I was missing something, and that was the kids, the community, the teachers, and she she could tell on my face, and she asked me where I wanted to go, and... Here we are, High Point Central. Well, there's a lot of heritage at High Point Central. Um, you know, my grandfather went there. He ran track there. He, and then my uh, father and also uncle went there. So I was a third-generation bison. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know your experience is definitely needed at that school. Mm-hmm. I had a great uh, mentor, real leader as a principal when I was there. Shout out Ravonda Johnson. She um, she did such a Pretty wonderful job leading our, our school to victory as far as the sports and the academics go. So, um, but anyways, I'm so glad to see that you're in our community. And I know my father is too. And our company, mm-hmm. Ilderton Dodge, is like just so, we're bison heart. You yeah. know, like I got a, a Buffalo bison on my uh on my desk and I think about the High Point Central High School all the time. I got my diploma in my office. Mm-hmm. They were it was such a a great time in my life and I I dedicate a lot of great memories to being in high school and uh, you know, you do that every day. You get to help these young kids in our community really just live their dream. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay, so I'm gonna get into a tough question right out of the gate. And uh, like where do you think you fell short? This year, this was your first year, uh-huh. so you probably wanted to accomplish a lot in uh-huh. your first year because you're just kind of a go-getter guy. Where do you think you fell short this year? That's a great question, you know, and I, I have to say I was just talking to my admin team today, and, uh, 
you know, we were reflecting on how much we accomplished. Um, I would say the big piece, you know, knowing the demographics of High Point Central, um, we have to do a better job of uh, race relations within the school, you know, bringing everybody together. You know, it doesn't help that our world is so divisive right now. Yeah. Um, but, you know, that trickles into schools as well. Um, but we've seen it over time, but I, I need to do, I need to have more intentionality about it. You know, we're, we're talking about some groups next year, bring them together, have very critical conversations, a safe platform to talk about anything without criticizing others. I've done that in previous schools. It was very successful. I was thinking about starting at the beginning of the year. Probably one of my regrets. I should have started it, but there was so much I was bringing to High Point Central. I was worried about overload. Yeah, I mean, this is... I mean, history repeats itself. This has been an issue for ever since America was born. And, yep. uh, it, and in the high school uh, time frame of kids being 14 to 18 year olds where emotions are high and mm-hmm. parents are still involved, uh, things can definitely get hot and heavy quickly, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you're seeing that firsthand. You're on the front lines of it. Because yep. that's yep. got to be a tough position to be in as a professional you know, car dealer or fixed ops director. Mm-hmm. I don't really see that much in the workplace. Uh, most of the people I'm dealing with day to day are just grown adults and have lived in this world and uh, have a lot of respect for each other. But those lines can quickly get drawn. Uh, and I saw that when I was in high school, yeah. just people disrespecting each other. And mm-hmm. you're at that moment where you got to correct that behavior mm-hmm. right there and then, or it's going to trickle down into you know somebody's life and and be with them for the rest of their life so that's uh it's it's a great you know you know this year too i reflect on it and um i i i'm at the point now again i was telling the admin team you know where i've got parents in my cell phone i've got kids in my cell phone you know texting over the weekend and and i i always feel good especially when my minority students are coming up and they just say hey mr hattenback can i talk to you you know hey i heard this or mr hattenback when you said this did you mean this you know that takes a lot of guts uh for a kid to approach you know, the the typical principle, you know, yeah. and, and, you know, they, they are, they're approaching me. And uh, I appreciate that because we have a mature conversation and uh, I'm seeing that more and more. So I want to kind of build on that. Good. Building trust with the, with the human mm-hmm. is very hard to do, mm-hmm. especially when, um, like we said in the, like in the beginning, the person has uh, been disrespected, right. disrespected or, or hurt in the past. And so... I think it's important that you, you know, you mm-hmm. witness that and you realize that and you know that that you got to continue to build trust with this community mm-hmm. and especially these students and it's going to yep. it's going to help them way down the road. Um okay, so I I uh have a lot of people in my uh, like sphere of influence, okay? And uh, there's like 42 people in the department that I'm that I'm in at, at work. And so I'm working around, you know, roughly 10 to 20 people consistently all the time. And they love to make fun of my traits that I have. Like one <laughs> of them is, um, I'm going to do it right now is like, uh, I always like when I'm thinking I, I do this, I like, and it's, it's, I, I don't even realize I'm doing it. My wife makes fun of me for doing it. And, uh, I'll, I'll look over and somebody's like, you know, like rubbing their hands like this and it's because they caught me doing it what's a um what's like a, a trait that like annoys your colleagues or like thinks that like they make fun of you for that uh, that, that happened this morning i mean without question uh i am so adhd uh <laughs> okay. you know i mean i'll have admin they start talking to me and i just cut them off and go on to the next subject and it's not it's not disrespectful you right. know they know it um you know my treasurer you know she comes in and pay attention pay attention you know and i i need those i need those colleagues i need the staff to yeah. kind of yeah. keep me in check but uh 
you know, the, the ADHD mixed with a little OCD is probably not a good mix, but, uh, you know, at the same time, they know I'm, I'm moving so fast. Uh, you know, I call it manage up. They do a great job of managing me up. Oh, that's yeah. cool. I like that term, manage yeah. up. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we got to build these people around us so yeah. they can, you know, make us better and, and mm -hmm. we can make each other better. I love mm -hmm. that. That's that's so cool. I'm also uh, diagnosed with some learning disabilities. So okay. A little bit of correction here and there from my okay. my sister. She work. I work with my sister or some of my close colleagues. They're always. We got that trust with each other. Right. We, we we believe in each other. Um, what do you think is the is the most professional like accomplishment or like your biggest like win in your career so far? Um, I would probably say the uh, relationships I have built. Um, you know, and I'm trying to get it started at High Point Central. What I mean by that, especially with um, my minority groups, you know, um, you know, I've been referenced by someone special in my life uh, who was born and raised on uh, Long Island, okay. um, Hempstead to be specific, and uh, she's Latino, and she always called me the white man on the bottom of the flagpole. Okay. And what I what she meant by that was if you remember the news back back a bit with South Carolina and someone trying to get the Confederate flag down and electric company was gonna shock her. Oh wow. Down I don't and, remember that. And instead here comes a white man and he handcuffs himself to the pole. In other words, you know, if you can do that to her, you can do that to me. And uh very, 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 very touching. You know, I had Another experience yesterday where one of my African-American staff members having a very, very tough time in her life, and she said something off the cusp, and I, I still can't shake it right now in a good way, and she said, uh, you're, you're, you're my favorite white male of my life, you That's know, awesome. and, and it was, God, and I've only known her for seven, eight months, you know, and it wasn't meant like, I love you, I like you, whatnot, just based on trust and respect for me, and that, that hit me hard hit me hard. So, you know, I've got a lot more work to do to build that trust, especially being in a new school, a new community. But um, if I continue to do what I've done in the past, I, I think I'll accomplish that in High Point Central. Yeah, I know uh, when I was first starting out in the career that I've chosen, which is being in the car business, I had no idea what like building a relationship was like. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have the intuition to like invest in other people. Uh, what I quickly realized is like the car business is like a group of people that rely on each other for information to really uh, just help the customer experience overall. And so like I'll go like tomorrow I'm flying out to a, a group of dealers in Denver where they have like a strategic group where we sit around uh, like a boardroom and we discuss ways of like hiring practices or you know, wages or uh, customer experience. And like, we're always trying to, you know, mm -hmm. build a better company or build our brands better. Mm -hmm. And I would not be where I'm at today without any of those people. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea that that was like, I, I, I thought for a long time, I was gonna always have to like rely on myself. Right. Or like maybe just even rely on like my father or, or someone near and dear to me. And, and it takes a lot of work to get, pick up the phone, call someone, and being honest with them and telling them what the situation that you're going through and just being like, hey, like, I need some help here. Like, mm -hmm. and, and it humbles you. Mm -hmm. And uh, especially when you're talking about something, uh, sensitive topics like you discussed earlier. I mean, those are uh, 
those are things that I am not equipped with right now. Like I would not know how to deal with those kind of situations. It would be extremely difficult for me. But as far as like maybe a discount on a tire, yeah, you know, I'm yeah. I'm pretty well equipped to talk about something like that, you know, or uh, anything automotive. Um, so uh, I, that's awesome that you're building relationships with all these people. It's not like in high school where like we all like Dudley or Andrews was like our big rival. Right. You know, like you probably would be willing to call one of those other administrators and tell them uh-huh. what's going on. And y'all are just going to yeah. lift each other up and just try to take care. Yeah, of and that's kids. a great point. You know, like, uh, you know, we have a little small principal group, you know, we try to get get out to each other, Good. you know, once a month, you know, partial therapy, you know, yeah. and, and partial just hearing what's going on in their in their schools and sometimes you know as a principal it's a very lonely very lonely role you know you have for me i got 1200 kids i got 120 plus staff and then you talk about the guardian parents you're looking at probably 5,000 stakeholders that are just immediately connected to high potential not counting alumni community anything right and so you know the spotlight's on you you know you make a mistake it's bigger than just a mistake and so when you hear the things that are not going right at other schools you 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 sit back and go you know what it's not that bad you know, we're, we're, we're doing okay. Yeah. We're, we're, it, it lifts you up, you know, but um, a lot of people don't do that. They they try to keep their things to themselves, and I I don't think it's a wise move. I got caught picking my nose one time, like, <laughs> at the dealership. And I just, like, and at that point, I was like, man, everybody is watching me yeah. at all yeah. times. And I was like, I bet, you know, some the, the eyes on you, yeah. the eyes on you all the time. Yeah. And you got to be, you got to be, uh, present in all your moments to make sure that you know you're leading a group in the best way you can yeah Uh, and when you make a mistake and people don't know you right it's the worst thing you've ever done yeah you know and especially when they don't know you and that's and that's uh you know and hopefully the things like i've made mistakes i've made serious mistakes this year but hopefully i'm trying to teach my especially my students that uh another thing this world is missing is empathy you know and, and we've got to learn how to work with each other you know, I had a group of students in advocating for some other students they didn't think they needed to get the consequences they did and rather than we we talked about why you know we went into why I just had a great conversation me three students and assistant principal and and uh you know the assistant principal typically has more fangs and the principal comes in and and goes through the conversation piece so yeah. you know try to just make them recognize you know why you do this why you don't and what can we do differently you know i'm i'm not a fan of just suspend right away you know what i mean it, yeah it's how can we learn from this just sending a kid home is not the solve wall well, i can tell i can tell that's your your style is uh you bring a lot of like, humility to the table and mm-hmm. you, you're trying really hard to open yourself up to mm-hmm. as many people as possible so that you can mm-hmm. just gain as much as you can to get improvement at high point central yeah it's awesome all right so uh, there's a, when I was in high school or even when I was in middle school, there was this dreaded summer reading list. And when I was 14, 12, whatever age I was, I did not like to read. Yeah. And now that I'm, uh, I'm in my thirties, I enjoy reading all the time. I love it. it. What's, uh, but I'm interested to hear like, what's your, what's your reading list looking like? What are you reading right now? So, you know, it's interesting here. We are on a podcast. I like to listen to a lot of podcasts. True. I'm on the yeah. road. I'm working 12 to 16 hours a day. I, I sadly, I, you know, as much as I wish, I don't have time to pick up a book and, and lay, lay down or whatnot. You know, if I, if I pick up a book at, when I get home after school, my mind's swirling, you know, I, I can't focus on the book. I'm, I'm trying to decompress, but, uh, you know, I, I try to read a lot of books or listen to podcasts that, can help me better relate to students or what students need. Yeah. Um, there's a book, there's a gentleman, 
I met at a High Point School Partnership Award Ceremony for students, and uh, the guy is an alumni of Davidson College. Uh, one of my students, Mario Martinez, he has a full ride to Davidson. A an undocumented student, it's a story and a half, and now he's going to Davidson full ride. He's got plenty other offers too. And so I connected them, and he brought a book that he, he uh, wrote. Yeah. And it's about you know leadership as a young person and the, the traits that they're missing until later in life. And so uh, I'm going to be reading that this summer, like what can I bring back to the table for students to, to get a little ahead, you yeah. know, before they recognize what it takes to be a leader. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm trying to bring books that students can relate to, too. You know, there are books that I know you asked what I'm going to read, but there's a great book, and I, I heavily recommend it for everyone, called The Other West Moore. Okay. And it's about uh, two young African-American males, inner city Baltimore, same time frame, same name, and one made different choices than the other. The other is now a prominent doctor. The other one is in jail. Yeah. And so I, I did it at Southwest. A lot of my uh, African-American male students, we had book, book clubs, and these students have never read the yeah. book. And they were so engrossed to the point, like, we would stop a chapter, and they wanted to keep going. And we're like, no, 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 we're, we're re-meeting next Wednesday, you know? Right. And, and just so I'm trying to find more books like that that our students can relate to, enjoy reading, start reading. And again, finding those kids that just don't like reading to get them connected. Yeah. So. There's so much there's so much knowledge out there that mm -hmm. it's incredible and acknowledges power and mm -hmm. if you got a great book in your hands and you can take away what's on those pages oh, man. you are going to be a very powerful person. Yep. And uh, the the more and I'm I'm jealous of those people that can read a lot of books really fast. Like I agree. I, I was always a super slow reader. Mm -hmm. Podcasts are great. I'll sometimes even put the podcast on like like one and a half speed, so I can just yeah. you know take in the information more. Um, recently too, I've been uh, big shout out Audible. I know I don't know I, I buy books online and yeah. and listen to them. So anybody who's dyslexic out there and says they can't read any books, like you know it's twenty twenty three. You yeah. you can get the knowledge somehow. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. So all right, so I interview a lot of people. So I'm gonna switch. The, I'm gonna switch the topic a little bit. So I interview a lot of people. I'm always hiring you know, trying to build up my team. What is, uh, so I'm always thinking of good, like interview questions, just, you know, not just something that's out of the ordinary, but also can like really give you some great characteristics of somebody before you bring them onto your team. Like if you're looking for a teacher, what are you asking them? Like what's bringing their true colors out? You know, like, like what's a great favorite interview question of yours? Well, I'm, I'm gonna flip it. Okay. Okay. So the way I always start an interview is talking about myself, five, 10 minutes, because I truly believe if I'm gonna be the leader of the school, I don't want anybody working for me that doesn't believe in who I am or my vision. Right. We all have short lives. I mean, right now as an educator, it's a buyer's market. Yeah. You know, and you know, there's plenty of options out there. Um, I don't want people to, you know, delay going to bed at night. I don't want them to hit snooze 12 times just thinking they got to see Mr. Hetton back the next day. You know, it's a buyer's market. I want you to be happy. Our lives are too short. You know, um, so I start that and I give them a little bit about myself um, so they can feel good about the leader at High Point Central. Um, but then I always like to turn the interview around and I always shock my people by saying your turn to interview us okay do you do you think it's like 
more uh, competitive than you've ever had it in your industry with the 28 years of experience that you've had, like trying to compete for other teachers out in the market? Well, interestingly, when I started last July 1, we had 21 vacancies. I've never experienced anything like that. Anything like that. Uh, The assistant principal that was with me July 1, I mean, that's all we were doing. And I didn't think, I thought I was going to be able to start putting structures in place, whatnot. We were working long hours. Um, Give you an example. As of today, I've got one vacancy. And I already got three three bites on it. That's awesome. So, you know, to say is it a competitive market, you know, it all depends on what you do, you know, to sell your product. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to be honest with you, High Point Central for me is very easy to sell. It really is. I mean, it takes special people to work at High Point Central. It takes special people to um, grasp on to the history, the 95 years of High Point Central, or we can call it High Point High School in the back of the day. Yeah. You know, um, you know, once they see the passion from me, I've I've been there less than a year, but the history of that school has completely captivated me like I never would have experienced. I knew it would, but not this fast. And I mean, I'm sucked in. I, I, you know, 14 years at Southwest, I thought I was going to bleed green for the rest of my life. And the green is out of my system. I still love them, still have a place for them. But I mean, I'm completely bleeding blue. And they, and people hear that, Yeah. you know. And so, you know, again, I mean, it's, it's you're in a dealership business, you know. If I'm riding a car and I keep talking to everybody and I just love it and I keep talking about it, those cars are going to sell more and more and more, you know. And so I've I've got people that are reaching out to me asking me if the position's open. They want to work at High Point Central. That's, and that's a good thing. That's so, a, yeah, the yeah. brand of High Point Central mm-hmm. to me was like I fought with my parents so much to get into that school. They wanted to send me somewhere else, and mm-hmm. and I had uh, convinced them that I was like, look, I am going to play football for High Point Central. You know, like that is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. My father did it. You know, my grandfather did. Like, I really want that experience, and I really yeah. want to be there. And I felt the love as soon as I walked through the doors. Like, it was embracing, like, being in the, the towers, you know, like, and mm-hmm. seeing those that old architecture and the, the beauty of that school and how much it has, like, been a part of our city. It is uh, – it, it represents our city just so well. And I want it to continue to, to like – be a part of my kids' lives. Like, I, I, if you ask me today, right now, it's like, what do you want your two children that you have on this earth to go do? And I was like, I want them to be able to pull up to High Point Central High School yeah. and to be a, a and you know to be a yeah. bison. Yeah, like uh, it, it would be, it would just be an honor. And I know um, they uh, they had like the coolest auditorium that we had. You rebuilt the women's gym, uh-huh. like that. I used to practice with uh, Coach Carter. You know, we would play against the the women's basketball team. The mm-hmm. the the this is this is kind of cool. The football team would take like a practice squad, and it would be after practice, and we would scrimmage with the women's basketball team, and just to like make each other better, and yeah. just like get each That's other cool. in better shape. And yeah. uh, it was a. Uh, it was a. It was just so many great memories taken away from the really from the athletic program too. Like I, I thrived. And what you're sharing is just uh, you know I don't know how much uh, people see the news, but uh, you know we hired Josh Prince, you know Dudley High School's uh, basketball coach, you know current basketball coach, you know decided to do a change in, um, you know his his uh, job. Okay. And so uh, uh, Josh was one of. Dudley's best math teachers, the basketball coach, turned the program upside down, winning program, one yeah. of the best in our yeah. conference. And he wants to work at High Point Central. Now, his father just got voted into the Hall of Fame 
for High Point Central. That's and amazing. there's the connection. And he, he started talking about that in the interview. And, and you feel that. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, my dad was here. My dad, you know, and I mean, it, it, it hits me. You know, I don't have family or, uh, you know, that I can say went to High Point Central, but it, it hits me almost just as hard. That's great. So you're you're a, you're a principal and a full time recruiter, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So taking thirteen vacancies or fourteen vacancies and turning them yeah. into one vacancy yeah. is that's a that's a beautiful thing yeah. right there. Great thing. Yeah. Um, and congratulations on doing that. Thank you. The I, so so education wise, we've we've covered a lot. Like you are very well educated. You've been in the education world a little bit. I wanna I wanna transfer over to the the automotive side. Okay. Because this is an automotive podcast. Like uh-huh. we, we're you know we do. Uh, work in a dealership here at Elderton Dodge. And um, my uh, favorite thing to ask everybody, even if I'm at like a party or something right. social, is uh, what kind of car are you driving right now? Right. But right now I've got a 2012 white Ford Flex. Don't be jealous. Dude, so, the Ford yeah. Flex is tried and true. I will say this. like, I, We sell a lot of used cars at Elderton yeah. Dodge. You cannot keep a Ford Flex I'm in our inventory. I'm selling them. Do I love too. it. I mean, they, uh, they're like, uh, they're... They're like, uh, really, what's funny is like, they're so easy to get in and out of and accessible Yeah, a, the market is just in love with it them. It drives so well. It does. I mean, I think I've got 270,000 miles on the thing Plus. right now. I Shout mean, out, it, Ford it, Flex. You know, it's probably <laughs> the best car I've had, you know, but, uh, you know, I still have some dreams I've had in the past that I've kicked myself for getting rid of, but, you know. All right, so I know when you were 12 years old, hanging out in your parents' house, you didn't have a poster of a Ford Flex on your wall. No, I didn't. What uh, What was your dream car growing up? That's interesting. It probably would have been the old Ford Mustang, you know, okay. back in the Mustang. '60s. You know, yeah. So that that that's pretty cool. So like a a Ford Mustang is uh, just a classic, timeless yeah. car that. I think a lot of dreamers will always have the old chargers. You think of the old, you yeah, know, the old these, chargers, the old these, barracudas. You know, I think of the old cars back in the, you yeah. know, 50s, 60s. Like that's where I'm stuck on. You okay. Know? You think one day you're ever going to get you a Mustang and just, just ride off into the sunset? I think uh, my back's killing me that I can't get down <laughs> in those low cars. You know, I need to, I need to hire cars. That's, I already know that. You yeah. know, my beautiful other has a little Kia, I can't even remember the name, or Hyundai. Uh, it's a small car and i can't stand getting in and out of that car you know just getting down low i feel my back creaking you know yeah. my knees creaking my knees up against the dash you know so uh, you know i don't need a huge car i just need a car that i can get easy in and out you know the forward flag so yeah it. that's yeah. awesome um all right so tim tim elderton is the the dealer at the uh-huh. elderton dodge and he came to me one time and he was like, "Look, I, I I got this special project I'm putting together, and it's uh, it's called it's called Bison Pride, and I got a bunch of other alumni that have been involved in it, and we're gonna we're gonna get a group of old graduates that have been in the city, and we're gonna also see how the the city can or like the Bison Pride group, the nonprofit group, can invest back into the mm-hmm. the school itself, and I, I think I'm phrasing that right because." Mm-hmm. All the funding from Bison Pride does not come from Guilford County. Correct. And what you have asked the community when you first came on is to almost give money outside of their tax dollars Mm -hmm. and give even more back to the school because of how important it is for the community. And Bison Pride has started that journey. Mm -hmm. I think they want to accomplish a lot more than what they've accomplished. But what's one of the things that you've noticed that Bison Pride's accomplished for the 
I'm just, school. I mean, the part, let's start with the partnership alone. You yeah. know, I'm uh, the absolute greatest, biggest challenge I've had this year is the community involvement, support. It's yeah. the most amazing thing I've ever experienced. But it's difficult managing everything. Yeah. You know, I, it's so much. Um, but, uh, you know, it started with, uh, you know, I took the assistant principal when I came july 1st and i said let's let's take some outside time i mean remember the vacancies i had to hire and all that stuff and i said we're gonna go outside and in fact i i borrowed tim's pressure washer from the yeah dealership. yeah he, and he, uh, i got that call i mean that was a call to me yeah and he was like hey i need you to take one of your technicians and drive it down yeah. to high point central high school and just start pressure washing i was like dad yeah what does that mean? Yeah. I was like, we got like, is there like a plan in place? Yeah. And he was like, oh yeah, I got a plan. He was like, I need that pressure washer and I need one of our guys yeah. to get down there tomorrow and plan on that person being gone from your, you know, from your yeah. uh, attendance and they're going to, they're going to work on the school. And I was like, sounds good. You know, yeah. let me know. And, and we, we just started pressure washing. We started to sign, uh, Mr. Hagerman and I, we just started pressure washing the sign, everything. And all of a sudden neighbors were like, who are you? What yeah. are you doing? Yeah. You know, and hey, I'm the new principal. And they, they were baffled, you know, principal, assistant principal, pressure watching. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, you know, I tried to tell my assistant principal prior to, you know, go, when people realize leadership takes pride in the school, watch what happened. I did not think it was going to come to this, though. You know, so what I love about Bison Pride is sometimes when you get alumni, alumni and community partners, they come in and they almost want to bum rush and right. say, no, this is what we're going to do. Yeah. When, you know, the partnership, it's a give and take. You know, Bison Prod may say, hey, what do you think about this? I may come, what do you think about this? And sometimes sometimes we agree with the other person's uh, thoughts on what to do next, and sometimes we meet in the middle. Um, but, you know, I, I'll be honest with you, having been at Southwest and um, visiting games at High Point Central, when we played High Point Central, uh, one of the most beautiful school structures I've ever seen in my life, but yet looked like it hadn't been taken care of in decades and that and I, i'm that guy that i'll roll my sleeves up you know pressure wash clean i'm the guy that will pick up a a, a dirty covid mask put it in the can and wash my hands you know uh, you know if i can do that anybody else can do that on my staff or kids and um you know, it, it, we've done a little pressure washing. We've, uh, I think, one of the best things that's happened is trimming the trees up. Yeah, yeah, that was you know the thing. trees coming that. up. It just kind of put more light on the school and to show that gothic structure. You yeah. know, uh, Guilford County Schools, then, which is interesting, when Bison Pride started doing these things, Guilford County Schools. Um, started helping us out with other areas like improving the lighting um you know between guilford county schools and bison pride that's how we got that women's gym renovated yep, i remember that you know, taking the wood down to its original floor from 1927 i mean that's insane that's you know cool. the nails i still have some of them they're they're like those square nails that go into the ground i still got plenty of leftover flooring you know if alumni come by i always give them a strip of the old flooring you know take this home with you you know it's and contagious man the, it, keeping it's, the old building alive man is contagious like we yeah. you know our dealership's 97 years old and we have like similar background as far as like we got to keep this thing yeah. alive you know it's like yeah. what's the point in just you know developing a brand new school when you got a perfectly good one here that just needs a little bit yeah. of paint a little, little bit of nighting you know get some get some mulch in there yep. get a little pressure washing going and uh that, that's what i see happening right there it's, it's definitely contagious everybody's kind of buying into this oh thing. yeah it's i cool. mean the bison pride they took care of our staff lounge makes the staff a little bit more yeah i love this you know we had two bathrooms that were 
almost never used and yeah. they looked horrible they were renovated new toilets new oh, mirrors, little things I like was that terrified so, to use the bathrooms yeah, in high school it goes so far you know <laughs> and uh you know i always try to tell people they're like why are you putting so much effort into this and i said well you know look at it this way if you went to two restaurants the same exact ownership ownership same name okay same staff and you go in and one's nasty and dirty and the other one's uh clean uh, which one are you gonna go 100 percent of the time you're gonna go to the other one you're gonna feel better in it i guarantee your meal may even taste better yeah even yeah, in yeah. the clean thing even though it's the same exact meal you know and uh you know again another great positive is parents say they can see the difference you yeah. know the the kids see a difference you know i, I mean it's it's a good feeling. I we could we could talk about all the great stories like you had the football team picking up trash in the neighbors' yards mm -hmm. one time. Uh, but one story I want to go and get some like clarity on because you were there, I was not there, mm -hmm. so I only heard about it secondhand. And uh, I'm you feel free to jump in whenever you want. But we're gonna um, we're gonna give a shout out to Dick Sporting Goods. Oh yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. so you kind of know where this is going. Yep. And from what I understand, I'm gonna I'm gonna relay the story that i know is that dick sporting goods celebrating 75 years of being in business mm -hmm. and they reached out to the high point central high school athletic program and they said hey look like we want to give back to some of the community that that's uh, been so good to us over this last couple of decades what's one uh, area that needs improvement at your school that we could do to help the athletic program and it was um it was up to you, I think, at this point. This was a call that you received, right? Right, yeah. Okay, yeah. All right, and what happened then? Like, what was the call like? What did they say? So, you know, I, I've been hit a lot this year. Like, we want to give back. We want to give back. I mean, sure. Pipe One Central, the feel-good story, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, uh, so we set up the meeting. Mike Cook, um, the athletic director, and we sat and uh, – I believe Coach Shea Hayes, women's basketball coach, she came in, the four of us talked, and uh, the way it was delivered was, you know, we got 75 schools, we want to give okay. back, so and, one of you seven, know, what are you looking seven, at, and of course, you know, right. what projects, you know, and, and of course, I always shoot for the stars, I say, you know, quarter of a million, what do you think, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and then laugh, laugh by this executive from Dick's, and um, he goes, no, nah, no, you're probably looking at uh, maybe five to ten k. What could you use? Nice. What do you need? Okay, so they were planning on telling you donating five to ten thousand yeah. dollars when they already knew what they were going to give us. They That's already it. knew, okay. so, and it was already a done deal. So they made us go through the legwork. Unbeknownst to us, we made this short video about the, you know, background of High Point Central, some areas that need attention. Cool. And so I, I, it's my understanding they decided after the fact, after we went through everything, there was one area that needed probably the most attention which was our softball field okay yeah um, women's softball was a big deal when i was there yeah in 20, 2008 like i had yeah they were they were good man it was right. a good looking field they yeah. didn't care of that thing and, you know i mean it you look at it and uh i've always been one that you know you look at the boys facility or the girls facility comparable you know and i think that's one thing on high point central's grounds that uh we need to make a difference and so it's ironic this all came into into play but uh yeah, we got blindsided by them coming up to a softball game. Okay, so the so yeah, so the Dick yeah. the Dick Sporting Goods uh, executives are showing up. They're coming up. They're going to hand you like a check of something. So yeah. you did. You were one of the seventy five schools. Yeah, only and one in North Carolina. Only one in North Carolina. All right, and so they came to High Point, North Carolina, and they're going to sit down and and uh, this is before or after the game. Is it, uh, it was. Uh, before the game. Okay, before the game. So, I can't even remember it because I'm still... And, you know, uh, yeah, right. It's so, amazing. So my um, my sister-in-law was there, Emma Skinner, 
And she was telling me that like there was all these executives from Dick's oh, yeah. Sporting Goods. It was like four or five guys. That, oh, no, probably nine. Probably I mean, nine. It was, nine it was that, it was amazing. So like you got really all these for like a five grand check. Are you kidding me? Yeah, you got all these you suits know. coming yeah. over, and you're like, what? What is going yeah. on? Like, what's about to happen here? Yeah. And then I think Mike Cook is what she described it, and she's very good at telling stories. So he's kind of stressed out a little bit. He's Always. He's a high-strung guy. I love Mike. Always, a, yeah. He's a Coach Cookie, dude. He makes That's me feel so good. Funny. Yeah. Uh, all right, so he's who's reading the piece of paper and giving out the check? Do you remember? So uh, on the field at that time? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, yeah, he was kind of prompting, hey, Dick Sporting Good, come here to donate some money, blah, blah, blah. Um, the uh, head executive, they're all out by the mound. You got the coach. You got the players. I believe that was it. The executive gives Coach King kind of the – the donation in a little card. Now they okay. got this big check behind a, you know, drop cloth or whatever. And uh, she starts reading and she starts choking up when she gets to the number. And, uh, you know, she spits out the number and I immediately am like, oh my God, she read the number wrong. <laughs> like, oh, this is so embarrassing, you know? <laughs> and so, you know, I thought she was going to say 7,500. She was supposed to say 7,500. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm still, she said it, she's crying, you know, and I'm saying, okay, yeah, 7,500, still a, a lot, That's you know, lot. Yeah, yeah. tear worthy still, you know, and uh, all of a sudden they dropped the drape for the check and it was 75,000. And 75,000. I, I still to this day have not watched my video of it because I know my hand probably dropped and it was nothing but the dirt, but I'll never forget after about a good long 10 seconds, I looked back and all you see is Mike Cook with his chin. I I mean, just <laughs> in awe. And, and he literally said... You know what happened maybe some choice words in there but like what just happened you know in disbelief and uh you know it it it, what was even more cool was watching the executives and yeah you know how happy they felt about it and you know one of 75 schools across the country the only one in north carolina and you know so now we got to come up with how do we how do we put the money towards the softball like to me i want to make it like a wow softball field like what's going to stand out you know we're going to have like a big monster like Fenway Park or something. Right. What, what, what can we do I mean, to the focal make point it of our different campus. than any other softball field in the state of North Carolina? Yeah. So that's that's the planning process right now. Cool. That'll definitely bring the community together. Oh like, God, it's, yeah. It's a yeah. great way to yeah to uh, and you know just beautification of yeah. High Point Central High School and Dick Sporting gets helping out and you know you putting all the footwork in and Mike mm-hmm. Cook kind of getting all the facts together. Mm-hmm. That's a that's that's huge. That takes a lot of heart and that takes a lot of grit. And that is uh, that is quite uh, enjoyable. Yeah, quite an enjoyable experience, yeah. I'm sure, and a lot of emotion. I felt I felt the emotion through the story, and I'm glad I got to like yeah. witness the story. Um, really cool. And there's probably going to be more coming out about it, but the community itself has already kind of figured out about it, and everybody's talking about it. So yeah, uh, the before and after, we we were we'll be excitingly waiting to see what it's going to happen mm-hmm. at High Point Central High School. Well, cool, great. Well, Mike, this was awesome. I love getting to, together with you, and I know our our journey together has just begun. Yep. And your career at High Point Central High School is is going to be uh, so fruitful and so helpful that I hope one day, you, you know, me and you will be connecting over our daughters. Yep. And, you know, yep. Going to High Point Central. Well, High Point Central is how I'm going to ride out in the sunset. It's going to be my last public education stop. That's so awesome. there's no question about that. I love it. Well, Mike, um, thank you so much for your time today. I really appreciate you coming on board with us on the Trust in the Drive podcast. And, mm-hmm. 
again, like uh, just there's more news to come. This is only year one. We got year two. <laughs> got, year got two is going to be. Uh, we'll have to we'll have to bring him back on in the second season. Yeah, please, so, please. So I enjoy this. We'll recap. Yeah. But thanks again for all your time. Today. I appreciate it. Great opportunity.